Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. Hair done, hair done, everything oh, beautiful. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. It could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Welcome to session. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to session six, Just Us. Just Us. She's in a good mood, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the shop's closed, clients are gone. Pop the bottle and join us as we explore everything beauty and more. <laughs> that was a very weak pop this time, guys. I'm sorry, I went the cheap route. <laughs> I was really feeling some light, sweet, crisp. So I got the Moscato Sangria from Carlo Rossi. I wasn't going to tell y'all, but um, <laughs> the bottle was $4.99. My lovely co-host is shaking her head at me. Listen. Cheers. So... We are going to have a headache tomorrow because you decided to get $4.99 um, wine. Um, the good part about that is we don't have a guest. Yep. So we saved the cheap stuff for just <laughs> us, I guess. Because um, we some cheapies? No. No. You're not cheap? No. I mean, every now and again, um, I can do the non-bougie route. I'm fancy on a budget. Like TJ Maxx. So you're not broke, you're broke, eh? Yes. Is that what, like, a hyphen? Yep. A asterisk? With the, with the, 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 what is that, the asterisk over the E? I don't know, we sound no. dumb. <laughs> Whatever that e. is. That is us. That is us. I will agree with you on that. How does it taste? It is good. Like, have you ever heard five buck chuck? <laughs> No. It's like how you call a cheap drink. Five. It tastes like five buck chuck. What you're not gonna do is downplay. And it was five dollars. That's crazy. It was really four ninety nine. Yeah, it's a thing. But it still tastes good. I mean, it's not obviously the greatest, but no. it'll get the job done for this episode. It's not bad. It's not bad. And I've had like a crazy, crazy, crazy week and day. And I still have more to do to continue my day, so it's fine because I don't really want to have too much to drink, so that's We'll see, perfect. and that was another reason why I did choose, because I have been, like, brunching all day, then went to my family's house, mm-hmm. had two drinks there, so I was like, I really can't go on the show today and be... Like, totally wasted. Wait, so you were, like, chilling all day while I was at the salon, like, working? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I'm just going to go into my weekend because I spent two days. So typically I only work one day behind the chair. Mm -hmm. But because I'm going away next weekend, I decided to do Saturday and Sunday. And then all last week I was traveling in between Connecticut and New York. So my Connecticut and New York travels were all, let's just say, challenging. Right? Okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll 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 leave it at that. It was okay. just a challenging week. Um, my week wasn't planned out like our typical week. It was a lot of up and down. Like I I was doing like thirty thirty minute to forty five minute drives every day. Plus oh, I was no. already in Connecticut. Um, 
something happened personally. So even getting to even the day going into Sunday that I was driving into New York, mm -hmm. something happened personally at home. So I didn't get any sleep that night. So I just had a really bad like start to my week and it, it kind of lingered into my classes during the week. So you like kind of mentally like brought that. It, and, I didn't. No, and I say like I you, didn't. Okay. Because you know, like sometimes it's like you're like I don't want this to get in the way of my work, but it's like on your mind, so you may not like subconsciously be thinking about it, but it's there. It was definitely on my mind, and I just feel like it was just a weird week. Like everyone I came into contact with, it was just something weird about it. You know how some days, sometimes your days just flow, yeah. and then other times like you're struggling to get that flow yeah. I just felt like all week I was struggling to get that flow and I was really trying to get back home because like I said I had to get back home to the person my at. family yeah. yeah so it was just a difficult week so then I get back home I feel good I have Friday to like relax well not really relax I had to do all my office work mm -hmm. so office work is hard for me um and then I go into the salon and in the salon, I don't know if you've ever had a week, but I just felt like everything I did, I didn't nail it. Really? It was just like... I seen one of your posts, you had the little girl. She had like, what was it, like a silk press? That she was, was so, so cute. cute. She was so cute and she was nice, but she was squeezed in between a color. The color, the formula was someone else's formula. I put... And I was already running late for that guest because I was booked, like, back to back to back. And then the little girl, her hair was, like, down to, like, her back. Mm. So that was a big cut that mm. I did. And that was in between a haircut. I mean, in between a color, color service. That color service was late. Oh, yeah. No. So then I took someone else's formula. It was someone else's guest. I used their formula, and I knew it. When I saw the formula, I was like, this isn't going to work. But she said her hair was good. And you know as a hairstylist, you're like, you know that ain't going to work. But I was busy. I was running behind. The little girl was already there with her mom. So I was like, let me just put this formula on. Lo and behold, her hair is hollow as fuck. Really? Like, it was so hollow. And I felt so bad, yo. You know, as a hairstylist, sometimes you see stuff walk out and you're like, I wonder if the guest is going to say anything. Right. And she didn't, and I let her go. It's like, probably... Like, it's, eh, it's nice. I was like, it is. <laughs> Bye. Like, it's going to be one of those, her friends is going to say something, and then she it's going to be a call, or the next time she comes in, like, actually, last time, and I went out to lunch with my girlfriend. It is. It is, and if I would have had the time, I would have fixed it. But like I said, my day was like back to back to back i literally hadn't peed at that point and that was like yeah, no almost time to my breathe. last guest yeah. i didn't eat so then that was saturday and then today sunday it happened again i took i used someone else's floor formula she came in from florida and it was the same exact base like it was, it, it was this one component that I used in that girl and in this girl, and I did it again, and it was hollow, but I had the time, so I redid it. What did you now? Did you do like a gloss, or you did? I redid it with a gloss on top of okay. it just to like deepen it yeah, down. Yeah, it was some type and of they guess. were reds. They were both reds. Um, 
and that girl was fine but it was just like for some reason i was like what's up with reds this week and just what's up with me because remember we were supposed to meet at five yeah yeah. But because I had to redo her, I had to move my haircut to the end of the day so I didn't get out till 6. I don't know, whatever, but when I go home tonight, I better sleep and Monday better be new. That's that's the mindset to go in with. It's a new, fresh week and just leave it at that. Leave everything else in the past. Hands up to God because if it ain't, I'm flipping <laughs> tables. It has been a rough week. I, so it's crazy because it's like, I'm like, was there like a full moon or something like that? Because this week was not the greatest for me either, work-wise. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, I ended up leaving my classroom early. Remember <laughs> I was telling you about that? Yeah. It was... You were at your wit's end. And it's like, I never like give up on my students. And that, that day balled up with a lot of days following um kind of coming leading up to um Tuesday was I felt like I was more of a disciplinary than an educator mm-hmm. and I'm like at the end of the day yes you guys are students but you're still adults and I don't even have to redirect my own children this way mm. and I was just like and particularly for my um, actual quote unquote title for the school. I'm a substitute. Yeah, I so, forget that because you're there all the time. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing is because they they just have needed help with this one particular classroom. So I stepped in and I'm basically the lead co teacher, mm-hmm. but I'm still substitute um level. And it was one of those like by lunchtime. I was like, you know what? I'm a substitute. Mm-hmm. I don't need this shit. Mm-hmm. And I see my other co teacher come came in. I didn't even know she was coming in that day. And I was like, oh, good, you're here. All right, because I'm leaving. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. And before I end up blowing up at them and allowing them to take, like, my energy, I was just like, I'm not even going to let y'all get to me like that. Like, I'm, I'm done. And then I went downtown, did some retail therapy. I was good. But see, you had your wellness. I don't think I've... I, I think because I'm still in it, I yeah. haven't yeah. released it yet. So you need... So, oh, I feel bad. I should have brought a better wine today. No, it's fine. This it's is fine. this is the pregame for you. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out to dinner tonight. Um, you should try the new um, vodka. Um, what is that? Svetka? Svetka? That's not new. No, no, no. The rosé one. It's brocade. But it just came out and it's good. Oh, I'll try it. And what since do you mix we're it doing with? on this whole brocade wave, all right, try it. Okay, but what do you mix it with? Um, so I had that rose vodka. Yeah, I my cousin mixed it with. What did she mix it with last night? Cranberry ginger ale. And okay. It was actually, a little tasty. All right. I was thinking more tasty. of a, like a nice cocktail. A little bit low in the light. Oh, well, I mean, I had it at home. Like, we wasn't sitting there bartending it up like that. Yeah. I'll try it. I will definitely try it. Yeah. I am going away on Thursday, so that'll be the real release. That's what you're looking forward to. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so after you uh, skipped out and went shopping? It was it was kind of cool the rest of the week. Um, I met up with some buddies at the social club I'm a part of. Um and it's, it was, I was the only girl hanging with guys that night. So it was one of those, like, they wanted to buy, like, literally by the 
third restaurant we went to, I was like, listen, I was like, I got a typo. I, I got to go. Like, mm. And they're like, oh, you were lightweight. No, I'm I not a work. lightweight. It's just, I have to work in the morning and you guys are like CEOs. So you could roll up, you know what I mean? In your companies at like 11, 12 o'clock. Like, no, I have to teach tomorrow. I got to be yeah. there at 830. So... And we have to stand on top of people and present yeah. to people, so you can't really have yeah. a hangover in our industry. No, because it will definitely show. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it was still it was still a fun like night, and it's it's I feel like it's always kind of cool sometimes like chilling with all guys to just get like a male perspective and like really tap into like what they really talk about and yeah. how they really feel and. And it's just always of, so what do you think, Kyra, as the woman in the group? That, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just like to hear you guys. I just want to tap into y'all mindset. Like, yeah. That's Not you tap into mine. Right, right. That was interesting. Um, so, yeah, and then, like I said, today I was at brunch. Then I went to my family's house. My aunt cooked. And I took me a lovely nap. And then I came here today to do this lovely podcast. So... You're just having a great week, and I'm just literally here <laughs> drowning. That's why we're the balance. Oh, we are goodness. the balance of each other. But, yeah. So, we, this is session six, a.k.a. episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that means we have gone through five episodes. Woo-hoo! We're doing is, it. That is a big accomplishment. Let's keep yeah. on climbing. Um, what have you... From I don't I don't want to necessarily say from each episode, but what has kind of been like your highlights thus far? Oh, highlights. Um, hmm. You know what? Everybody that we've had on has brought something different mm-hmm. to the table, and I really like that. I really appreciate that. I I really enjoyed Colleen's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's weird because she's the one who is not technical, but I don't know if that might have been my fave episode so far. Um, I just liked how protective she was of her technical team, and I would hope that most front-end people are the same way, so I really valued her opinion um, and her... I guess her her managerial skills yeah. and how strongly or how important she takes that role. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I still can't wait to go speed dating. Like I really, really <laughs> want to do it. I know I'm dating. Listen, so... her boyfriend then already warned me. Like, don't have Kyra sit there and get you sidetracked. Like, I'm going. I don't know about you, but I'm going. I just want to see it. I don't have to do the dating. I. But I want to go. I want to see the scene. I want to see the people. I just, I, I'm really interested to maybe, see how that works. So maybe we can talk to Colleen of, like, I'm, I definitely want to be a participant. But maybe you can be, like, her assistant that night. I told her. I was like, I'll assist. I'll, like, do your running or do your greeting or hang coats. I'm down for the pound. Just I'll so work. you could, like, observe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be... That would be better for you so we both don't end up dead because of your boyfriend. We're not going to end up dead. We'll just be ended, end up scolded. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be scolded. <laughs> and I've been scolded about like two times from him already. So I told him to come speed dating with us. 
Yeah, right. He said, that's for single people. <laughs> and you ain't single. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I will say that I have loved every episode. I will agree with you. I've loved every episode for the simple fact that it has brought um, a different perspective to a lot of different areas in the salon spa world. Um, I am looking forward to other guests that we're looking to bring on as mm-hmm. far as like estheticians, nail techs, massage therapists. Um, but thus far, it has been a great mixture. I, and I don't want to say like my favorite, like, and I know you said like Colleen's was your favorite and not to downplay anyone else with any other guests who has come on. But I would say like, I really enjoyed Lonnie's. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not your favorite, let's just yeah. be clear. It's not your favorite person. It's right. the favorite content, like yeah. the conversation that happened. Yeah. Um, I think because with Lonnie's, his was very, uh, I would say, like, culturally diverse mm. as far as him implementing a lot of, like, his travel mm. into his business, him implementing his fashion into mm-hmm. his business, um, him implementing... Uh, his masculinity mm-hmm. into the business. You know what I mean? Like, it was just very much a uh, entire different perspective that I'm used to as far as, like, conversing with different stylists who, whether I've worked directly with them or, you know, them being women stylists, obviously. Um, so he was... How I said, like, I like to kind of hang with the guys every now and again to yeah. just see their mindset. Like, that's how I felt like it was when he was on here of, like... Because... Us as women stylists and being with our clients, it's like, oh, yeah, Sarah, like, you look amazing. Yep. But his different kind of interaction with his clients, because him being a male, him being a married man, like, yeah. that was interesting for me. Yeah. yeah. I um I also liked um My Big Hair Day, <clears throat> specifically when she was talking about her, like, how she sets up her weddings mm-hmm. and her change in her focus of her career and how that went about. And I don't know, I guess her journey from being behind the chair, going to this educator who travels, Mm -hmm. I thought that was really good insight for people who want to do that next step. We always think that either the next step is just going to come or we're just going to jump right into it. But sometimes you have some setbacks in those setbacks or what, those setbacks are what are, is going to cultivate you to get to where you actually are supposed to be opposed to where you think you're supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, and I appreciate her vulnerability to that. Oh, yeah. Um, that was and hard. her transparency, you know what I mean? Because she could have been like, yep, I didn't get it, but moving along. It was more like, I didn't get it, but I, I turned it into my own. I, I went a different route, and this is what I, you know, mm-hmm. this is where I'm at now. Yeah, and look at me on the other side. Yeah. Look at how I'm winning. Right. Yeah, that was really dope. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, so I'm excited to see what more comes well, our way. Well, the last one I actually wanted to throw in and it's, <clears throat> it sucks that we didn't get this on tape guys, but Teta's episode. Mm-hmm. So after her episode, I will be super transparent. I loved her after the tape stopped. Okay. Like, when she started talking about how important state board yeah. and all those, like... She gave us great insight about state board. She gave us so much insight on state board, and I wish we had the the, the tapes rolling <laughs> right? for that. Secretly recording her, like, yeah. yeah. So, I, I really enjoyed that part from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, I mean, like we said, her. we're going to get into more of 
skateboard wise like a little bit um deeper into the episode but she definitely was an encourager Mm -hmm. um for us in that aspect but yeah cool all right so we have some fun things coming up that we have planned for our audience right yeah 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 so it is time for us to meet it's time for us to meet face to face yes what we are doing at the oh gosh so this would be this week yep this week um on what day is it is it saturday april 27th okay so Kyrie, you do the details because you see already (laughs) she's gonna mess it up for y'all so if you're listening to this episode this is a monday um so this saturday we are doing a pour and play. Whoop, whoop. You know, we like to play on words, right, guys? So the pour is the meetup at the W Hotel Lounge, Saturday the 27th at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So um, it's the W Hotel downtown Boston. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have a little table reserved where we're going to, you know, have a couple of cocktails we are opening this up to anyone who wants to join us mm-hmm. um, to come. And I, we don't want to seem like it's like a meet, like we're famous, but we want to know who our audience is, like who's listening in. Uh, we want to have you guys' feedback face-to-face because sometimes it, when you guys write in either through email or social media, we may not get like the full gist of what you're trying to translate to us. So kind of conversing face-to-face is always better, right? Yeah. And the second part is that the reason why we started this podcast is because we wanted to create a community of like-minded professionals. Yeah. So this is a way for us to start that community, mm-hmm. start that connection and more of a personal connection. So meet us downtown um, Saturday, April 27th yep. at 6 p.m. at the W downtown Boston. But that's not it. What it's are we doing not. afterwards? So Tara? then, like I said, it's the pour and play. So after the pour, we're going to walk down the street to the uh, Charles Playhouse. Yay. And we are going to watch Sheer Madness, the mm-hmm. play, which I'm really excited about. Um, Shay was, like, asking me, like, have I seen this before? Like, you know, how does this, like, what is it about? I really don't know that much about the play, but I know that it's, it. the environment is set in a salon, mm-hmm. and it's surrounding a murder that takes place in the salon. Um, and, like, the detectives, I think, are, like, looking at all the technicians who are working in the salon of, like, who could have possibly committed this murder. That sounds interesting. Right. I've uh, been wanting to go there. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I've been wanting to go there because I always see it. So, I'm, right. I'm excited that we're actually going to finally go. Yes. Um, the place starts at 8 p.m. Okay, cool. We have gotten the tickets of the general admission. Um, so one thing we do want to make clear, it's not like we're buying tickets for our audience. No, y'all just come in and hang with us <laughs> yes. if you want to. So get your own tickets. Buy your own tickets and meet yes. us there. Um, the reason we did do the general admission tickets is because we don't know, you know, how many is showing up or anything like that. So just, so whoever is going to meet us at the poor. If you are going to the play, you don't have to go to the play. Mm-hmm. But if you are going with us, we're going to just all walk over to the Charles Playhouse to watch the play together. 
Yeah. And so Kyra is in the air about this, but y'all know me, Shay. I want to party. So I was thinking that I'm going to try to get a table at Jock's Cabaret and we yes. can all go to Jock's afterwards and party. So it's going to be a great night with um, the Shop Therapy podcast. Yes. We are hoping that all of our people come out and we get to mingle, meet. This would be great if you're new to Boston. Um, great if you just need some insight, you just want to meet some other professionals like yourself. Again, we'll meet um, at the W Hotel at 6 p.m. The Play Share Madness starts at 8 p.m. I'm thinking we'll probably go over to Jocks by around 10. Like 10 yeah. We'll all be dispersing from <laughs> each other at around 12. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because, well, the... Well, probably not for you, but the beauty is it is a Saturday night, so I'm not in the salon on Sundays, so I'll be good. But. Neither am I. Hopefully, I have that day off. Let me go check and make sure I do have the okay. next day off. But all the details, um, we have created a Facebook invite. Um, if you're not a member of our Shop Therapy Podcast group on Facebook, definitely do join so you can see the details there even more. Now's the time. Sign yes. up. Yes, 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 because you only have, what, five days left? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but they're all, obviously, this is the first of our kind of, like, meetups and, like, networking sessions. Um, but there'll be definitely more in the very, very near future, for sure. Cool, y'all. I cannot wait to, like, meet you guys and hang out and for uh, for you guys to meet us. Um, we are a wild, wild <laughs> duo, and we like to have fun. Yes. So, um, come on. Bring your water bottles to stay hydrated. Yeah. And let's have fun. Yeah. Make sure that babysitter is secured. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't have to be in the salon the next day to at least like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a night. Yep. Tell your significant other that you are going on a uh, business trip. Because, yeah. I mean, technically this is business. Is. So, it I mean, is. use that. And we want all stylists, nail technicians, massage therapists, estheticians, salon managers, spa managers. Like we want everybody who entails the industry to come out. Yay! Can't wait, guys. Cool. So let's get into our true topic of what we're discussing. Yeah. Which this... is the lovely state of Texas, Texas, oh Texas. So if you guys haven't heard. Texas, their board of uh, cosmetology and barbering mm-hmm. have been in a major dispute with technicians as far as saying that pretty much we don't matter. Okay. Don't say it like I, that. I mean, that's that how I take it. Saying. That's how I take it. But, okay, let's... So, let's do a recap of exactly okay. what the bill is saying. Okay. So, do you have it pulled up? I don't because I just, if I read the whole thing, it just, it boils my blood. Oh my gosh. So, basically what they're doing is they're trying to take away the the um, need for cosmetology certification, right? Mm-hmm. So, if, the, if we take away this need for the cosmetology certification or a license, um we're going to have people who are able to perform cosmetology services, hair services. Um, I'm not sure. I guess nail services does kind of go under that cosmetology realm. But there's going to allow them to perform Mm -hmm. 
essentially making us in the schooling hours that we had like I guess null and void. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, but it. There's this thing that's happening. There, I think, salon owners, certain salon owners, they're pushing to have more people that don't need a license so that they can hire more people. I think on the hairstylist end, the hairstylists are like, well, what type of mess up, like, what type of BS are we going to have to clean up from right. these people who come in and start doing hair that don't have any education behind it? Well, and too, of taking it a step further, I feel like um, there are a lot of salon owners where they, they're like, we just need shampooers. Like, do they necessarily have to go through schooling to just shampoo some hair and sweep the floor? And... The thing is, how you're saying, like, the whole mess up, the liability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be just a shampooer, but if she gets that shampoo in somebody's eye, or if she slips a finger in their eye, or, you know, she messes up that color formulation that you told her to mix up, where does the liability come in at? Because at the end of the day, she's just a shampooer. She's not licensed. So... I mean, I guess I don't understand the point. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, and I feel like we definitely need to do more research on this, but in my mind, licensing is money. Yeah. So by them abolishing or getting rid of the need for licensing, like... Aren't they going to be losing out on money? Like it's it just seems like as far as the board. But so there's so then now okay at the end of the day the board is a part of the legislature mm-hmm. is a part of politics. Mm-hmm. So there's clearly a bigger picture that is not being portrayed to the technicians of Texas as far as okay we're going to take this away but what does that mean as far as what are they going to bring in? Right. So it could be is the, I don't know, the business taxes for salons going to be higher? Or is the education going to go higher or lower? There's always has to be a balance when it comes to politics. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, this may be great for some salon owners, they're thinking, or like politicians are like, oh, they're taking away this licensing, but what is going to be put into place? Because they are going to be losing all their money, so they have to get that revenue from somewhere else. Well, so I just read here that they're saying that if a person who holds a valid license, they will get returned uh, a portion of the fee that was paid to the department to actually acquire said license. Okay, so... So they're going to be paying out money. Exactly. So if I was a stylist for 20 years, and I don't know exactly the full ins and outs of Texas's rules, but say this was Massachusetts, we have to renew our license every two years. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a stylist for 20 years, you're paying me back some of that 20 years of my fees that I've been paying? Probably not. They're probably going to cap it at certain years. Um, But, so, this is the thing, and I think this is the takeaway from this, is that... Now the bill isn't going through. Right. They're backing down, mm-hmm. right? They're doubling um, back on that mm-hmm. on that bill. And they are now trying to propose... They're, they're now saying that they are trying to 
figure out the best way to to make sure that everyone is safe and certified without necessarily doing uh like the the certification so they're I'm rolling kinda, my eyes right now <laughs> they're backing down to figure it but what happened was that all the stylists in texas kind of rallied against it but guys that bill had basically been passed and now it's being retracted mm-hmm. as hairstylists and i'm not saying this no shade on texas because we're doing the same thing i'm including myself in it we're turning a blind eye to that part of the industry yes. and Honestly, we should have been involved from the get-go so that this didn't happen. And now since we know that it happened in Texas, like, honestly, we all should be so much more involved with our 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 state boards. Yeah, yep. And that's, like, uh, what we mentioned earlier um, when we had Teta on the show and we were talking um, once we went off air. She definitely encouraged us because she goes to the town hall meetings every month Mm -hmm. and she's like the sad part about it is for the entire state of massachusetts to have this public forum it is poorly attended that nobody's going it's terrible nobody's going but uh, i guess it's one of those things where it's like okay as a hairstylist what i have sunday monday off you know what I mean? Maybe. But then at the same time, it's like how we said, like, there needs to be some sort, certain sacrifice. So we, um, well, I basically went to, this was my first one. Like I said, Teta has encouraged us to start mm-hmm. attending. So I went on um, a couple of weeks ago, Tuesday, April 9th. The town hall meetings happen every second Tuesday of the month. Okay. At 9 a.m. at the Board of Cosmetology, which is located at 1000 Washington Street, um, close to Chinatown, directly across the street from the Ink Block Apartments. Okay. Okay. Um, If you go on the board's website, they have it clear as day. It happens every month. They literally give you the calendar for the entire year Mm -hmm. of, like, these are the Tuesdays that it's happening. They give you the agenda of what is supposed to be talked about. And then they also post the notes after each meeting. Okay. That's great. And it's and but the thing is like again, it's one of those this is public knowledge, but I don't think a lot of us technicians are taking advantage of not only looking at the agenda or the minutes after, but we're not saying you have to go to every single one, but if you okay, let's look at a salon setting, right? If there are three hairstylists, a nail tech, a massage therapist, mm-hmm. how about there be like a rotation of the whole team going yeah. so that one person is not missing out that second Tuesday of hours of working at the salon mm-hmm. or the salon manager. Yeah. She goes because the it, it's only about like an hour, you know what I mean? Depending on, obviously, where your salon is located, you know, if your salon is located on the deep North Shore or the deep South Shore, it will probably suck. But at the end of the day, think about well the value it. of information you're getting, the connections you can possibly be making with these other salon owners, these other salon managers, these other technicians, connecting with the board of mm-hmm. cosmetology. Mm-hmm. I feel like the board of cosmetology is like the Supreme Court. 
I mean, I mean, for us, it is. They've been those those who are on the board. They have been there for years. And I just want to kind of jump back, and I want to read this. So it says that. So, they, so that that bill, which is um, House Bill seventeen oh five, is not going to be passed. But what they're doing is they're doing a in quotes. The study, a study. So the study will determine what improvements, if any, can be made to remove obstacles to employment and reward hard work while continuing to focus on keeping the Texans safe. So it also says if that bill, 1705, would have passed unmodified, Texas would have been the only state in the nation to deregulate the cosmetology field. So it's not that it is not being passed. It is just now in modification. Mm -hmm. So they're still on the line. So guys, make sure that if you are available, you're trying to do that so that Massachusetts is not one of these states and we are not fighting this fight. We will start going to, Kyra's gone to hers and she's going to give you the recap, but I'm going to start joining in too. I just couldn't clear my schedule for it. Mm -hmm. And we will be your source to kind of give you our view on the meetings yeah but it's definitely more, if you got the yeah. time go yeah go 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 we don't want to start having to deal with the problems that the texans are dealing with now because i went to school for too long and i'm still paying that off you are not gonna say it don't matter no. like that's not gonna happen and the thing is so i did like some further like research and comparison because i'm like Particularly for the state of Massachusetts, we have to go to school for a thousand hours. Mm-hmm. And that's on the low end. Yeah. We're one of the lowest hours, mm-hmm. the state wise. Mm-hmm. When I was in school, I want to say it was about like a little bit, almost like 13, 14,000. Mm-hmm. Like how you said, that I'm still paying back, mm-hmm. right? So I always heard of like, yeah, we have kind of one of the highest, like, criteria to become licensed. So I'm like, let me let me compare. What other, like, licensures out there um, are kind of, like, on the low-balling end? So I looked into plumbing, okay? Are you going to piss me off, Kara? I am. Mm-hmm. I am. I want you listeners. Didn't I you already had a bad <laughs> I want you guys to, like, park out for this. So for the state of Massachusetts, you only need for plumbing... 350 hours before you can go into your apprenticeship program. An apprenticeship is, in comparison to our um, industry, is like the assistant, right? Mm -hmm. So you only need 350 hours before you can start working underneath a master plumber and start getting paid. 350 hours. To add salt to injury, insult to, is it salt to injury? Insult mm-hmm. to injury? Mm-hmm. Salt to your injury because yes. it burns if <laughs> yes. you put salt Okay. The application fee is $14. 14 guys, one, four. For your type two license, it's $68. But... This is the point. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it so that our industry kind of mimics the plumbers. Right. So that more people can be employed by it. But what it does, because how many guys do you know who's like, oh, I'm going to go to a trade school to become a plumber, and then they're on to the next thing. Yeah. So it becomes oversaturated. 
I right? know because it's plenty, ten dollars to right. get a cosmetology license. So now everybody's, everybody's got one. It. And I don't know. I just I would like to set us further apart. If not that, then for the simple fact that us who've been doing it for so long, we did way. We did so much to yeah. become cosmetologists for you to just switch this down and be like, oh, do 350 hours so that you can learn how not to, you know, how to view a ringworm, ringworm and make sure the next person doesn't get it. Because that's all they're going to teach them yeah. is the state board and how to keep it clean and then give me 12 bucks and now you can go work in a salon. Like, hell no. 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 And this is not to, me having this comparison was to not to downplay plumbers. But oh, just no, to bring no for sure, but to bring things into perspective of this is potentially where the industry can go as a whole in the United States of America. Yeah, it can go left real fast, guys. So make sure that you're attending your meetings. We will attend as many um, as we can between the both of us um, yes. and our schedules, and we will kind of keep. We definitely will keep you abreast into everything that's happening. But um, guys, yeah, make sure you attend. Yes. Make sure. So that was our lovely rant and topic for today. We had to talk about it, y'all. No, like, this is, right? This is our safe space. Mm -hmm. This is the open forum, and we have to be real and honest with not only ourselves, but with our audience. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Cool. Guys, write in and tell us what you think about it. Let's um, let's have some interaction um, around this topic. I do think it's interesting, and I think it's important that we we um as hairstylists as cosmetology as industry professionals we dig a little bit deeper and make sure that this remains a safe space for us yes yeah okay. guys so shop talk shop talk so um Finger I'll be... oh <laughs> shit what did y'all you know y'all know I'm a DJ on the low oh my god no <laughs> so um I kind of seen something happen, and I don't want to throw um, one of the stylists out there or whatever, but I seen this happen, so I'm going to talk about it, see if this ever happened to you. Okay. Because it happened to me, and I don't know if I had PTSD behind it. Oh, like, Lord. It, it just happened to me when I was beginning. So, I'll describe her incident. No, actually, I'll describe my own so that I don't put her business out there. Okay. So, when I was younger and I was beginning in the industry, as we all know... I am a black woman. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's certain things that as a black woman, I don't, as a black female, mm-hmm. I don't do. Right? Mm-hmm. One of them is spray tan. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I know nothing about spray tan. I do now, but me at 22, I knew nothing about a spray tan. I have no idea how it works. I have no idea how it falls off. I just don't know these things as a black woman. Okay. Yeah. So, a lady comes in, she gets a blow dry, and she, she told me she got a spray tan. She did. She said, oh, I just got my spray tan. I want to do a blow dry. Great. You got a spray tan. I don't care. Right. Whatever. So, I start to shampoo her. And her skin starts rolling off. <laughs> A spray tan is something that's supposed to stay on you, and it's supposed to stay on for certain hours. You can't, a certain amount of hours, yeah, okay, you can't yeah. get wet, yeah. or it will disappear. 
So the lady, when she gets her from the shampoo, now I didn't do a horrible shampoo, but there was like a drip going from her neck and, you know, around her hairline where I scrubbed her hairline. And I have the worst facial expressions, so I would have been there like, uh, uh, oh. Yo, but. she was pissed. She flipped out on me. That's and not I was your like, fault. I was like, whoa. What makes you think that I would have knew what a spray tan was supposed to do? Right. Like, why wouldn't you explain to me as a guest and be like, oh, I just had a spray tan. Like, so, you know, make sure that or furthermore, why the hell would you come get a blow dry right after your spray tan? Why wouldn't you get your right. spray tan before your blow dry? She knew it should have settled in. Oh, my gosh. And so I just remember being so stressed out and I was so upset because you, as a as a professional, you don't want to hurt your guests. Right? right. You want them to leave happy. And she was livid. And so I seen the same thing happen two weeks ago. Now, this girl is um, from El Salvador. Okay. She don't know nothing about a spray tan. She goes outside, she's going to be dark as hell <laughs> right, tomorrow. Like, right. That's not something that's culturally relevant to us, to her as a Spanish woman, to me as a black woman. So I'm getting a spray or I just got a spray tan means absolutely nothing to me. It goes over right, my head. Right. And I don't know. I just, I thought it was interesting to bring up because it's like, well, Where's the line? And is it wrong on our part or is it wrong on the guest part? Because you know that whole McDonald's, the, the customer is always right. But not when so are McDonald's. Yeah, you're right. I feel like that's I feel like that's on the customer. So for instance, right, um, number one, she should have got that done after her hair appointment. For real. But that's just like prime example. I went to go get a massage one day. Mm-hmm. two days or like three days before I had just got my hair done. So I made it a point to say to my massage therapist, skip the scalp massage. Mm-hmm. Just stop at the neck and work your way down. Yes. Because I just got my hair done. I don't need all those oils and stuff in it. And she's like, okay, cool. Was fine with it. Yeah. Like. You explain. The guy, you know, guys, you, y'all know I love Jeff at G2O. <laughs> I told Jeff, I was like, it's my birthday, Jeff. I just got my hair done. He was like, oh, no, 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 I got you. I don't know if he was a black man, so he knew I was a black woman, so he knew he wasn't about to play with my hair. Right, right. But that man redid, because he had a, a towel wrapped around my head. He redid that towel like four times during that massage. To make sure Especially because yep. it was up in my neck. The only thing that I will say about Jeff is he don't know about when you get a fresh sewing because he was rough. And my soul was fresh, but I appreciate him being rough on my sewing versus him getting all that oil in my weave. But I would have explained that to someone because I know that someone doesn't understand. I'm not going to wash my hair for two weeks, so do not put any oil in it. She should have, I feel like the client should have made a point of this. She probably, you know what I mean? Because if something like that came my way, it would have been like, okay, I'll give you a towel. So you can, like, cover your face Mm -hmm. so that I'm ensuring that there's no splashes, that, you know, like... You would have paid more attention to it. Yeah, I'm really going... The water is, like, really going, like, hairline. Mm -hmm. And it might even be, like, I'm not even going to touch the hairline. Like, your roots just may not be totally saturated. And I feel like, as a guest, she would have been okay with that. But for her to think that, 
we knew what a spray tan meant or what that meant, you know, for the shampoo. It was like, nah, be no. no, no. That's her and loss. Then, you know, me as a stylist, I remember it being upset. Like, because I was very emotional back then because you're emotionally attached to your work, especially I'm starting out. Mm-hmm. I was upset, like, upset. And the stylist at my salon was upset too. She was like, she was in the back. She was like, I don't know. What was I supposed to do? And, and you know, people were kind of laughing. Like, the girls, they were like, oh, is it going happen? I'm like, no, that's effed up. Because yeah. she, you, she didn't know what it was. And the guests didn't explain it. And furthermore, don't yell at her. That's your dumb fault. Yeah. Sorry. But sometimes y'all be dumb. The client is not always right. We don't work at McDonald's. So... I don't know. I I had I had PTSD. Yo, I'm like, you guys should see Shay's face. Like, oh, upon your rough week, and then bringing back these memories. It was. I almost. I was like, girl, it's okay. Like, I had to sit her down and talk. She was like, it's really not that serious. Like, she wasn't even. She was mad, but she wasn't that mad. But I was. You were the therapist for her. I tried to be. She was like, leave me alone, Shay. Like, I'm. I'm okay. (laughs) She's gone. Now, do you remember, has, did the client, or has the client ever come back? It was like two weeks ago. Oh, okay, okay. So, but she was just in for a blow dry, so I doubt she was just like a run-in, you know what I yeah. mean? Like a walk-in. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? I she know. learned her lesson, I guarantee you, she, going forward, she'll tell every stylist she comes in contact with. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, I thought that was interesting to bring up, um, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, the last thing is that, have you seen this post that's been going around? Um, if I do a job in 30 minutes, it's because I spent 10 years learning how to do that in 30 minutes. You owe me for the years, not the minutes. I agree 100%. Girl, I just had to say that because I wanted to be like two snaps in a circle. I just in my circle, y'all. Yeah, that was like a read, <laughs> yeah. and I love yep. that post because some people think, especially like friends and family, they're like, "Oh, it's only gonna take you twenty minutes." Okay, so well, what? I spent fourteen thousand dollars to learn how to do that in a few minutes, mm-hmm. and you know, twelve years behind the chair that makes that twelve minute or ten minutes. But literally, like, you're implementing your worth. Yeah, y'all charge. For your work. I had this go in my difficult week. I was actually talking to a senior stylist. And by senior, I mean years in the game. um, About charging for add-ons. And the word he used was, I don't want to extort my guests. And I said, you, as hairstylists, when are we getting raises? Right. Who is giving us additional, you know, cash or you know you can't just up like you know um sorry excuse me I can't change my prices every year right how am I maximizing my books I do it by added value services and he's like I don't want to nickel and dime my guests I'm like it's not nickel and diming your guests it's I'm offering you this add-on to your service and he's like well if it's their hair and I'm doing it, then I'm going to do the whole head. And, you know, the owner flipped out. i she was sure. like, well, who's paying for right. it? Right. And he, you know, because he had been doing, like, glazes and things like that and not charging. 
But his premise was, these are my guests. They're my friends. I don't want to nickel and dime them. And then he, he kind of looked at me. He goes, your guests are not your friends. And I looked right back at him and I said, no. This is business, This honey. is a business. Yes. And this is a business. I'm not, I'm, I have to charge what I'm worth. So, yes, my glaze may take me 10 minutes to put on and process in the bowl. But, yes, you will still be paying $30 to $40 for it. Mm-hmm. And I know I charge very low. Mm-hmm. You will be paying $30 to $40 for it because I had to go and back and formulate that. Mind you, I work for Aveda. So, it That's is just not an easy formulation. Red, blue, green, and violet. I literally had to make this color. Yeah. That is what you're getting paid for. And if you do not like it, well, that's fine. I'm just offering you this added value service. If you don't, well, and two, it's it's interesting because I'm sure at this point he is probably a high commission. So why wouldn't you want to add those on? Because in turn, that means you're getting more money. So you're sitting there boxing in your income. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then your owner, right? Is taking the hit for it. That's number one. Number two is that the older we get, the less time you want to spend in the salon. You should be trying to get out of the salon. So what that means is maximize the people that I have on my books. The older I get, I'm not trying to get new people and fill my books to make me work longer. Right. I just want to maximize my clientele seeing if at my mindset of just being like a business owner it i would it would suck but i would have to start giving an ultimatum if you don't charge then then i'm going to start docking your pay as far as product charge even more well a lot of people are doing product charge they take 15 or uh, not 15 but anywhere from five to ten percent off the top of color services for product charge now, you definitely don't want to hit that line. Right. So, it's like, you got to play fair with these owners because, especially me, like, on the back end of things, like, it's a, it's hard and it's expensive owning a salon. So, yeah. I don't know. That was my thought. Those are my um, shop talks. Guys, please write in um, theshoptherapy at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. Send us your WTFs or your OMGs. We want to hear from you so that we can open it up and talk about it on our podcast. Also, you can follow us and write and comment on Instagram, Shop Therapy, um, as well as our join in our Facebook group, The Shop Therapy, um, on Facebook. So I hope to hear from you guys soon. Um, and Kyra. So usually this is when... It's my serious note, my consultation corner. But I'm actually not going to give, like, a like, new advice type because I want to just reiterate the importance of the state board. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, we highly encourage you guys to, whether you be in Massachusetts, you're in New England, you're in the Midwest, wherever you are looking for, um, wherever you are listening from, to get in contact with your state board, um, particularly if they have uh, town halls, mm-hmm. to really make yourself known, to really make yourself present. Um, and because it's not obviously you're gaining insight, but this could be some, this could be information that you're passing along to the technicians that you work with, um, to your stylist friends who may not even be in the salon with you, but working at other salons, people that you have grown in the business with. 
just to pass that information along. Um, so again, if anything does come up that kind of raises a red flag, you and us as a community can kind of hit that head on before it spirals out of control. Because at the end of the day, like I said, it's the board, meaning that it's the legislature, meaning that it's, it's politicians who are making these end calls, and majority of them are not even in the field. It's like that higher-up executive who he's just sitting in his office calling the shots, but affects everyone below him, and he doesn't even realize, he doesn't even care to know. He's moving on to the next thing. So that's how politics works. That's how the government works. Let's not, and I know a lot of people in politics and government, this is not to throw shade to them, but at the end of the day, that's kind of like... This is our industry, and we need to be in the know about everything that's happening. Take ownership of it. Yes. So that is my consultation corner. Short, sweet, simple reiteration. All right. Guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Shop Therapy Podcast. Yes. This is an episode just us, Kyra and Shay, yeah, over yeah. a glass of pink Moscato. Oh my gosh. Pink Moscato Sangria. That yeah, you, by the way, is on your second glass. Okay. I'm not on my second glass. Are... I'm still on my first. No, I poured you more. Oh, I don't know why You're you welcome. did that. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for joining. Um, We will have some cool people for you guys to listen to soon. And hopefully we will see you guys this Saturday. Remember to join us on um our Instagram, our Facebook, on YouTube. You can reach us at the Shop Therapy Podcast at Gmail. Connect, 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 guys. Until then, cheers. Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.